0: This is Skin Deep with Karina Tolan. A podcast about what's next. You grow, you heal and you help others.
1: So today's guest, this is a huge achievement for me and probably I don't like to say because I don't want you to know this, the one I'm most nervous about because this guy's been a huge hero of mine for a long time. I was just explaining to him, I travelled before to Black Lion to spend time in his restaurant and stay the night and it was a, a fantastic memory for me and so from 12 years of age he's been cooking actually one thing we have in common it was his mom vera that he started cooking with much like myself and inspired me to go into my career and then went on in his 20s to win many awards he was presented with an award by prince charles he went on to work in san sebastian in a michelin star restaurant and also in luxembourg took over his own restaurant in Black Lion County Cabinet in 2011. Nevin, you're very welcome. And thank you so much for joining me on Skin Deep podcast. Thank today. you so
0: much. It's so nice to have you here, Karina. And what an introduction, my God. <laughs> Good job. I'm sitting down. I'd be flat on the floor. Wow. wow and all you.
1: worthy accolades, from a fantastic career. Wow. So I touched there um, about your mom. Was it your mom that inspired you to go into cooking originally? Yeah. It-
0: so first of all, there's nine in my family, five boys, four girls. I'm a twin. My oldest brother has twins. Me and my wife have twins, so we like value in and two for the price of one. <laughs> so yeah, where we got the love of food? So we're celebrating 30 years open this year. Mom and Dad opened the business. They bought the building first in 1965. And then they closed from seventy three to eighty nine. Our house was bombed twice with the, with the UVF during the troubles, during the bad times. No one wanted to go near the border, and there was a lot of trouble. But that's all behind us now, hopefully. And now uh, we're celebrating thirty years, which is an amazing achievement. So mom started it. She was in the kitchen. Dad was front of house. All my family, the nine, the nine of us worked in the restaurant. But I was the only one that took to it. I knew probably from the age of ten or twelve, cooking was my life because I didn't, when I went to St. Clair's Comprehensive School in Manor-Hamilton, I was the first boy to do home economics, which I think is a fantastic subject. And I just knew, yep, yeah, cooking was for me, and I just have never looked back. Never did I think I'd be have cookbooks, TV shows. It's about the love of food. It's about being in your kitchen. It's about being there for your guests. And. I just feel very inspired by people and, you know, cooking and food has been very, very good to me. I I love my job. I love even in the cookery school, teaching and talking about it. And I love eating, as you can see, too, (laughs) the whole subject, you know, yeah. But that's it feels like home. really This is my home. This is where I've grown up, Mm -hmm. you know, and I saw our restaurant struggle for years and um, thank God we got an opportunity, you know, to be in television. And mom and dad, when we were struggling, looked to move many times. So I remember the tough days cooking for five, seven people there. Yeah. And now tonight, we're probably we probably 65 odd uh, people. We've nearly uh, 70 staff employed in Black Lion. So that's incredible.
1: Yeah. in a little
0: village, there's only maybe 300 Absolutely. people here. Yeah. So I am very proud of that. And it's down to my parents. My mom taught me so much respect your staff, treat them like family. You enjoy what you do and just be good to them. And that's that's a really nice quality that I try and
1: too, that's you know. fantastic, and mm. um, that's amazing, and very similar to my own. I remember my mom's team. My dad taught most of them how to drive when he'd oh. be dropping them home because she wouldn't have them stand at bus stops. So It is lovely, and it's a lovely way to be brought up. And it's so true. Your team are ev- your team are everything. If you had one meal that takes you right back to childhood or brings you most, is there any one thing memory that you have? This so many out?
0: because we always ate together as a family, mm. and mom cooked some delicious, simple, tasty food. I'm talking about a stew but probably one meal in particular was probably Christmas, because Christmas the restaurant was closed. It was always a great day. We always had Goose, a local producer up the road. he give us Goose and turkey and like we could have maybe 20-25 people because there's nine in the family, aunts and uncles so mum would have done a lot of the preparation I would have been helping her or maybe making a mess beside her but I would have been assisting her and I suppose Christmas is always a very special time because we never opened the restaurant it was always family time and to this day we've never opened the restaurant we never will it's family and that's it so I suppose lots of different kind of memories even a Sunday lunch Mm -hmm. when a restaurant was closed mum cooked a full Sunday lunch invited some of the aunts and uncles, the local priest came down and we had a lovely, we had a lovely, lovely um, just simple time, just simple time eating in our kitchen, a big huge table, you know there was probably 14 or 15 of us and it was just great fun
1: excellent wonderful memories wonderful memories now mm. of course that you can oh, for re- sure. re- recreate with your own children and do you still close around the christmas period yeah. you do
0: we usually close for two weeks in january mm-hmm. and five days at christmas Brilliant. so we close usually from the 23rd reopen maybe about the 28th yeah. so yeah that's really important very you know important that in, that our staff have time with their family and friends and mm-hmm. i think that's so important because christmas is a busy time but thank god our business is very steady yeah. throughout the year. It's not that we're really busy and really quiet, it's steady. I love that.
1: How much of a weight is there like, to, you know, to book into your restaurant? Or- <coughs> How do I answer that? Well, I'll uh, give you a good story. My okay. next door neighbour was telling me, um, she had booked in the March. She'd rang up and booked and it was for around the Christmas period. So I knocked in around Christmas and I said, don't forget to let me know how you get on up in Evans. And she said, "Karina, i ran to confirm and it's next Christmas I'm going, not Isn't this Christmas. Unreal. I guess you wanted around the Christmas period and without realising it was the following year that she'd booked.
0: Karina, well, do you know, when I look back and I think, okay, so we used to do our bookings six months, six months, six months and about maybe four or five years ago we bit the bullet and we said go we're going to open it up for two years we were nervous about doing it so when we were doing it for six months we got very negative feedback on social media on facebook because people had vouchers and couldn't get in so it wasn't fair on them it wasn't fair and once you give people hope and a date so first of all we get loads of cancellations like if you were to look for a table and a room mm-hmm. a room now okay because we have only 19 rooms mm-hmm. uh for a friday in a saturday That's nearly two years ahead mm-hmm but I could probably get you definitely because we've extended the rest of the table for this weekend, even tonight. So we're not, we are busy. We're well booked up for the rooms, but with the restaurant, we've extended it. So now there's no problem getting oh, tables.
1: Amazing. That's
0: been great. Oh yeah. That, fantastic. So there's word amazing. out there and people say, Oh, they'll never get in, never get in. Yeah. There's no problem getting in. The amount of people that say, uh, say to me, we were on the cancellation list and we were watching. And one thing we've done we have three people full time reservations. So we put all our cancellations online on our website that's the best thing because people watch all the time so you could ring up today and maybe get a a room maybe tomorrow because people's plans change so people as you say like your friend booking nearly a year two years ahead we reconfirm two weeks ahead Mm -hmm. so cancellations are not a bad thing Mm -hmm. you know we don't want too many of them Mm -hmm. but they're important too Mm -hmm. because there's no point having a waiting list if you never get cancellations so we reconfirm two weeks ahead and if they're not coming we'll be snapped up like that thank god never yeah. We have a free room
1: which yeah. is great yes yeah, super oh, yeah. fantastic and tell me so speaking of reservations if have you a favorite restaurant that you like to frequent or
0: how long have we got to talk to <laughs> okay so oh my god where do i start where do i start so i'm in dublin quite a lot and mm-hmm. there's so many great restaurants uh, probably in january when we were closed we closed for the month and done a big revourishment we i bought some of my team to the greenhouse in dawson street He's a genius of a chef, Mikel, and uh, he has one Michelin star. I think he will get two. He deserves it. He was actually here about maybe 6 weeks ago and he's one of my heroes. I really admire the guy. I really respect him. He's an absolute genius of a chef and he's a wonderful I just love, I love us cooking to be truthful with you. So what we do for our team in the kitchen at Christmas, we get them all vouchers and I got them vouchers for the greenhouse. So that's kind of fine dining top end, but mm-hmm. there's a lovely restaurant I have with Imelda and the twins. Well, a couple of them in Dublin again, because we're up there quite a bit. So you have the, the Cliff House, which is beautiful fish, love that. On the green? Sean's a Donegal man, mm-hmm. really good fish. And then recently we ate an Ito Mass, which is really, really good. It's just off George Street, just around the corner from Brooks Hotel. That's as good a meal as I've had in Ireland. It was fantastic. It's kind of Spanish tapas. We Loved after. It. My, my wife, Amella hasn't stopped talking about it. Really? She can't wait to go back. Oh, because we go up to Brooks, So I'm up working a lot with Simply Better With Done Stores. Mm-hmm. So I'm nearly up nearly every week. So I love going there. And I've only actually been to that restaurant once, just recently, but I can't wait to go back. Excellent. So there's so much choice there really is so much choice and uh, like there's a place down the street if you want a really good coffee called in intersea and you get a really nice kind of like a a hot pot or you get maybe um, to do this lovely coconut rice with like a butternut squash curry and that could be very simple Mm -hmm. so if you're if you're going for a treat there's so many good places now you've really asked me a question that i find it very hard to answer because there's so many beautiful restaurants there's never been a better time in Ireland for food now, mm-hmm. with the great choice, yeah. with the great chefs and yeah. produce we have, and people in the food industry. Yeah. It's great.
1: And well, I buzzing. love that you get such joy from that oh, too. I love that. Yeah. You
0: get a lot of inspiration. Yeah, of course. You don't copy, you get inspiration and that's really yeah. important. Yeah. And when I go with my team, there could be 10 or 12 of us. Like I bought my kitchen team, we've been to Patrick Giebel's, Chapter One. We went to all the really good restaurants, even Ox in Belfast. <coughs> Pardon me. And we go there to really get inspiration, but it's team building and yeah. I love to look after them my guys work hard yeah. and why not treat them and let's see mm-hmm. what other places are doing how can we learn yeah. how can we better ourselves you never stand still
1: yeah no absolutely always growing yeah. always progressing yeah. I love that um, your cookery school of course you've stepped out to spend some time with today from your cookery school <laughs> talk to me about that that sounds oh, amazing there's
0: always a dream come true and I'll bring you in now um, after, after we finish the chat Green, um, it's open about four years okay. ne- ne- nearly five years mm-hmm. and it's very small it's only 14 people we take it's um dream come true for me and myself and my red hand woman Claire um, is one of my chefs and she runs it with me so she's been working with me for 10 years so we're doing Taste of Italy today and tomorrow we take 14 people at a time it's one day two day and a half day classes we take We also do a parents and kids cooking. So they're aged from six to 15, and that's lovely. Because the bond of food starts from a young age. So they come with their parents or their granny or their uncle or aunt or whatever like that. So uh, half a day is enough for them. Mm -hmm. Two day one is the home chef one. And then we're doing taste of Spanish. We're doing entertaining for cooking, family and friends. This is not aimed at chefs. This is aimed at people who like food, who enjoy cooking Mm -hmm. i have a man that came over from london for the class today i didn't realize that until i asked him you know he's a foot surgeon i said god you came over from london he said yeah i'm dying to do this so it's it's going really well we won best cookery school in ireland last year and this year which is fantastic in the restaurant association awards because there is lots of good cookery schools Mm -hmm. the tannery cooks academy dublin cookery school there's so many good cookery Mm -hmm. schools there ballymaloo of course but what we do what i feel Mm -hmm. we do it's very intimate very personal like I do cookery demos for four or five six hundred people but here you're fourteen people Yeah. it's one on one I'm there Mm -hmm. I take every class myself and it means I'm at home so Corina that's important when you have a young family Mm -hmm. the twins are seven I'll take a break this evening before I go into service so it's a long day but I don't mind that so I'll go up and see them and then I'll come back in and see my guests and cook in my kitchen tonight
1: that's amazing. Like mm. For me, that's Christmas sort What a wonderful <laughs> gift to get someone. Even for me to bring my yeah. own two children will be oh, amazing. Great fun.
0: great fun. We'll have you up. Oh,
1: we'll have love you up. You'd that. love that yeah. too. And I have a nephew who I'm so proud of. He's, he is such passionate about cooking. Like I kind of gave his mom a wink over her shoulder because ah. he had 12 bowls laid out you know, with Brilliant. his peppers and his chicken. How old is he? Oh, he is in fourth year, transition year, so he's 15. That's yeah, brilliant. Mark, so I'm definitely going to get Mark. him the home economics oh, book we'll as Oh, we'll give one as a we-gift that yeah. too, oh, no problem. So that's then. lovely.
0: That's really nice. Because that's lovely to hear that, Karina. because mm-hmm. if we start people from a young age into cooking, into food, they benefit from their health and nutrition. They save money. Mm-hmm. It ticks all the boxes. It's too easy to turn to processed food. We're yeah. all busy. When I cook at home, I cook in batches, so I freeze a lot of stuff. Yes. So every Monday and Tuesday I do that, even though my wife Amel is a pretty good cook now, to be honest with you. She probably lacks a bit of confidence, because if I'm in the kitchen, I might be twice as quick. But yeah. it doesn't mean it's twice as tasty. Yeah. And she's a grateful little cook, and my twins, they love food. They're eating foods that I wasn't eating when I was seven. You know, they're eating calamari, beef cheek, pork belly, monkfish, you name it. I swear to God, know, but
1: how did you do that? I had two children that ate fish, fingers and waffles for five years.
0: No, they're like them, too. <laughs> they do like them, too. You see, my twins, you see. Well, I suppose I, I'm not an expert, but when the twins were weaning and when we were starting off our food journey together as a family, we always cooked the same food. We never cooked anything separately for them, ever. Okay. So they saw what we eaten. Yeah, they're not really into spicy food yet, but slowly I'm bringing them onto that. But they love really good. Like they like their steak nice and pink. You know, like um, they like beef cheek. They like um, mussels. They like uh, scallops. They love lobster. Not that they're eating lobster very often, by the way. But it's great that they have an opportunity to experience different flavors because and I textures. think yeah, yeah texture is
1: huge with <coughs> children as well.
0: It really is. Now they like the ice cream and jellies and sweets and all the rest mm-hmm. but everything in moderation of course you know they have yeah. a pretty good healthy breakfast and lunch they might, might, might make like a, a chicken and vegetable soup with orzo in it and they love that so they are used to good food and they always have. Will they be chefs? Who knows? When they get older, <laughs> I'd love them. I'd love them to enjoy food and enjoy cooking. And you never know what's down the line. You never force any yeah, anyone into something they don't want to do. But yeah. And do you
1: see um one Connor and Lucia actually yeah. Do you see one more so than the other?
0: Connor, I think. Really? Yeah, Lucia might be a pastry chef because she's a so sweet tooth like me. Okay. Whereas Connor loves chopping and stirring and cooking things, and he's very, very adventurous. Oh, my God, like if there was if there was frogs legs in the menu he'd ordered, if there was snails, yeah. like he, he's way out there now. <laughs> oh, he really is now. I mean, like, I'm not exaggerating. He's way ahead it's of me. He's fantastic. Yeah. He, he is is a, that must
1: bring you he's such great. joy to he's see great.
0: that. It is. It's lovely to see that because when I look back on my own childhood, like we always had well, like mum would have grown a lot of produce, mm-hmm. potatoes, rhubarb, cabbage, turnip, all those kind of things. Me and my twin brother had to weed the garden, so But anyway, that's another story. So we need to respect who grows our food, who produces our food. But eating together as a family, that's the message that I'd love to get across chatting to you, because it's really important that we enjoy food together. You know, we're all busy, you know, keep off the tablets, keep off the phone and enjoy just good times together, food can bring you together.
1: It really does, and I think great chats. Ah, Great chats happen over the table. It does,
0: it does, and you look, at like I've been fortunate, I've went over to Italy and saw their love and appreciation of food, even the way they eat, but they enjoy food together as a family, and that's Mm -hmm. important. Let's Mm -hmm. not lose that, because we're all busy, but let's make time, this is really important. Uh, I think to bond, yeah. to chat, yeah. to have time. And to involve enjoy them of food. course I was You're right. reading
1: your book in the preparation is so important. In the preparation as well. and bring
0: them shopping with you. Yeah. You know, and like there's children that mightn't even know the milk comes from a cow, the carrots yeah. come from the ground.
1: Yeah. You know, in
0: fairness yeah. to our local primary school, they're very, very good. They have a good healthy eating policy. They check their lunch boxes. Mm-hmm. They have a polytunnel where they grow uh, lots of vegetables and things mm-hmm. and I think that might be from maybe third or fourth class onwards. But they're they're a very good school. It's a small school now, it's only seventy pupils. I think so, but the twins love it. They flourish.
1: What's, what's in Connor in the sea's lunchbox?
0: So, what's in it this morning? So, some brown bread from the restaurant, um, some roast chicken. They had a little piece of cheddar cheese this morning. I done it. They had a piece of uh, watermelon. They had pineapple. And they had also these kind of like little uh, crackers, these small little tuck crackers, just two or three of them. So, there's a, uh, quite a bit of fruit. keep them grazing ah, yeah. for the day. Con- and Connor's and a good appetite. Yeah. Oh, Connor eats as much as me. Yeah. I swear to God, he's great for a seven-year-old. He's brilliant. Lucia, as I say, has a sweet tooth. Yeah. No, they're not allowed any fizzy drinks. They're not allowed yeah. any treats, which is good. Which yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah, same. They got out at the, the weekend. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I like that. Yeah. you know,
1: I like to be the one to be able to treat I, I, them. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, I sometimes think, I, think, I think, think we're only the ones who discipline them. that's a good point. I think
0: mm-hmm. you're absolutely right there, and you know, they deserve it because you know. When they go into second class, there's more homework. It's said they're in with a new teacher now, but they seem very happy. I think uh, they've flourished since they went to school. I'm really happy about that. It's a lovely school. They're very good. Brilliant.
1: That's fantastic. They're happy little, little people.
0: You know once They're happy and healthy. That's all any parent wants. Oh,
1: absolutely. You know, and
0: for me, once they enjoy food, you know, I think it's just it's just lovely when we go away. Like I bought them to San Sebastian. You know, I, three the Basque or four times. County I've oh.
1: always wanted to go it's visit, fabulous. was it amazing? It's
0: great for kids.
1: Really? Yeah, and
0: I wouldn't go there for a week, I'd go there for three or four days.
1: Right. And San
0: Sebastian is so special. They just love kids mm-hmm. and there's a beautiful beach, La Concha Beach there, and then you can go to the Pinchos. Pinchos is a form of tapas, that's what they call it in the vast country. But it's lovely so it is. And the twins they got a beef cheek that of calamari. They, you know, they eat they love the food there, which is great.
1: And Seems it's great awesome. for all of us to sit
0: together and it's just yeah. a lovely. It's kind of like a grazing, so you might eat four or five different small plates and then you move on somewhere else and it's just great fun. I love that. I love that style of eating.
1: Yeah, me too. Would you lean <laughs> towards meat or fish? Would you have a preference? The
0: problem is boat. <laughs> okay. I like boat and I'd have a dessert in the middle too. <laughs> uh, like in, in San Sebastian, there's a place called Lavinia, which for me has the best baked cheesecake in the world they bake maybe 20 or 30 of them a day and people queue up. They have their coffee, they have their cheesecake. They also do pinches and tapas, but what they're known for is their cheesecake. We recorded there about three years ago. We didn't get the recipe, but okay. we saw the whole process, but it was fantastic. So a baked cheesecake has no base in it. I think what it has is eggs, corn flour, and um, it has um, cream in it, and it has some uh, cream cheese, obviously. But we, I didn't know the quantities, but it's like velvet smooth, and it is gorgeous, so it is. So you asked me fish or meat, so we're in an island in Ireland. I don't think we eat enough fish. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky that... So I'm from a family of nine. Four, maybe five, don't eat fish in my family. Maybe four, maybe four. Yeah. So I'm kind of to blame because I used to run after my sisters and brothers with John Dory, oh. live lobsters, crab, <laughs> monkfish. So maybe I'm to blame. But my twins love fish and they love monkfish and they love they love um, even, even, even some hake. They're very good at fish, which is great. I probably eat fish maybe three, four times a week. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, I love it.
1: And it's so quick and convenient. Oh, it's brilliant.
0: You know, and when I go over to Spain and even in Italy, particularly Spain, the way they shop and the way they cook their fish, very, very simple and garlic, extra virgin olive oil, a little touch of lemon and that's it. It's, there's no messing around yeah. it. Maybe some chorizo or something like that. in yeah. It's beautiful, so it is.
1: Beautiful. If there was one dish, let's say for maybe <laughs> the men or women out there that feel like they're not quite cooked, so they struggle to, to cook. Is there anything that you think if you mastered that, like you'd get away with family meals or entertaining or
0: well there's well, i would like to think that so in our cookery school we do men only in the kitchen and it's good fun okay. some of them want to be there some of them might want to be there there's a really nervous energy so it's about 14 men they could be from anywhere so maybe their wives or partners have got them the voucher but i always try and do a very simple curry chicken curry show them how to cook a steak mm-hmm. uh, maybe make a ragu what, what i'm making today with half beef mince half pork mince Uh, We'll do a soup, we'll do a pasta dish and then we'll do a little bit of bacon. So in the cookery school, everything is weird because that's what takes time. Um, They have to chop, they have to cook, they have to eat. They actually do the dish, so it's hands on. So for me, I think a very simple curry, like I think it's it's a family favorite. Like I have one that I make for the twins with sweet potato, ginger, garlic. And also, we put some chickpeas. We poach the chicken in this. We put coconut milk, mango chutney, lime. It's delicious. But the spices we use are from Oco. They're all organic. They're from Atalone. So with my work with Simply Better, I know Mm -hmm. these guys really well. These are the best, cleanest spices. Uh, they're all organic and these are really genius blending spices and if you want for your for your your website or podcast we can give we can give them the recipe for it no problem yeah that'd be lovely so I i would make this regularly i made it the other day at home and i make it in batches so i kind of freeze it no, I try and use really good free-range corn-fed chicken, okay. which is from Manor Farm. Mm-hmm. No skin, um, and I poach it actually in the coconut milk, and I use It's not a very spicy curry, by the way. Okay. So if any of your listeners wanted to get a spicy curry, you'd put in a little bit of chili, but okay. that's optional because my twins aren't big into that. Finish it with some chickpeas and a little bit of spinach and some basil, that's delicious. It's simple. So I think a curry is a good one to start with. We all love curry with Mm -hmm. rice or mashed potato or whatever like that. Or even the ragu. I could give you those two recipes and maybe your listeners would try them. And the ragu, like my 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 guests in the cookery school, they've tasted mine because mine is cooked and they're cooking theirs at the minute. But they they just can't get over the flavor. And it's it's an Italian recipe that uses half beef mince, half pork mince. So it's soft. There's Mm. no garlic. There's carrots, there's celery, there's onion, there's red wine, tinned tomatoes, and there's herbs, and that's it. And you cook it low and slow for about an hour and a half, two hours.
1: It's gorgeous. So
0: good. Yeah, it's really tasty. And
1: that's so versatile. You can mm. use it in so many ways. Of course ways. you can. With pasta, You're right. You can do with a little lasagna.
0: You're right. You can do with mashed, potato, yeah, mashed she potatoes, as you Yeah, So you can do, even make a shepherd's or cottage pie. Sometimes at home, I throw in a packet of frozen peas or sweet corn, so I get much veg in there as possible. Yeah. And the twins like it because there's not a huge amount of herbs. Mm-hmm. You know, if they saw a lot of green stuff, they might take it out. It's just a kind of a phase they're kind of going okay. through. But uh, no, they, they really enjoy that. And it's a lovely. I think it's a really tasty. Gorgeous. food is all about taste sometimes I throw in I get a can of haricot or, or big you know the big butter beans mm-hmm. so I rinse them off so they're already done from the can cooked yeah. and then add them in there and they're delicious they keep I love
1: texture. beans I'm, yeah. I'm really getting into that uh, yeah. lately and um, bean stews yeah they're gorgeous I'm a slow cooker yeah oh they're fab yeah
0: slow cooker is the best for making like like a lot of those meals like that you could even actually do the ragu in the slow cooker but even the likes of him um, Like a chicken stock, which is now we call bone broth, if you leave it overnight. So say you have roast chicken Mm -hmm. carcass left over from a roast chicken. I would freeze them, and then when I have two or three of them, put them into the slow cooker. Carrots, onions, celery, leeks, maybe a little bit of garlic, maybe not. A few herbs, water, and that's it. And overnight, oh my God, the flavour. And the next morning, you have the most amazing bone broth it's gorgeous. pure pure essence of chicken it's delicious beautiful oh, especially yeah. for this time of the year oh yeah the you're right it's lovely winter food. yeah it is It's so actually tasty.
1: what is another question i've been asked to ask what is your ultimate comfort food hmm my god
0: <clears throat> i love a stew a yeah. simple tasty stew whether it's irish or beef stew probably the beef stew because my mother was showed me how to make it you know would use some nice kind of like um, stewing beef Lots of vegetables, smoked bacon I put into mine. Uh, I also put in some button mushrooms and I cook it in some stock and vegetables and the twins love that. So I cook it for about maybe three, four hours and just with mashed potato, that's tasty.
1: Gorgeous. And rice and Absolutely loads of butter in the gosh. mash. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> I, know. I know, cooking does that to you. That I'm does. sure you find. Do you find sometimes that when you cook cooked a lot that you, your appetite's gone, it's nearly... Oh, good.
0: chefs, well I'm speaking for myself, we graze a lot, right. so it can be a very unhealthy job you have to be disciplined and i try maybe i've stopped eating so late at night even though you're tasting in the kitchen you know because my weight fluctuates a lot and for me it's always a kind of a struggle to be through with you and like i love my food and i just need to be a little bit more kind of like uh, disciplined is the word i would use okay. chefs like in our kitchen they always have a break between four and five they have staff meal they get supper in the evening i make sure my team are well fed and that's for front of house too mm-hmm. it's not just the kitchen but like I've worked in kitchens where my God you mightn't even get fed at all, which is crazy. Yeah. So I think food it fuels the body, but yeah. obviously if you eat well then, you know, you're not eating as much or tasting yeah. so you can get a, f- a false sense of fullness, which you really mm. haven't really eaten. Mm-hmm. You've been nibbling, you've yeah. tasted Sometimes a spoon of this and that. To me when I'm cooking, you know? yeah,
1: like that's over to Sunday dinner. That's I'm it. Yeah, you're
0: absolutely mm-hmm. right. You know, so even at home I try and I try and sit down with the twins and enjoy the food. Sometimes at work you know, do I always sit down? No, no, not really. I'm not I'm not, not the best at that. I'd mm-hmm. love to say, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. it's down for an hour. But I, I make sure the crew, the crew in the kitchen, you say, my chefs start at one o'clock, and then they have a break between four and five. And usually they finish about at 12 at the latest.
1: Do you know, I had one experience working in a restaurant Um, in early 2001, 2003. I went over to Georgia, Atlanta in America. Whoa. I know, and how an Irish girl found herself working in a Cajun Creole, New Orleans-style restaurant called La Boucherie. Nevin, it was gas. I totally charged my way and I had no restaurant experience. And um, I had to go home and Google gum, gumbo and creole and, you know, Cajun. I was on the phone with my sister, who's a good cook, and I was like, what's gumbo? She's like, I've never heard of gumbo in my life. Oh. It's it's like, um you know, the New Orleans would have had a big French influence. Yeah, 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 And it would have been very purr, so everything is all about reusing food. Getcha. Like jambalaya is all about reusing old bread and butter pudding would yeah. be their... Um, their staple dessert but um it was amazing. It was a super um experience for me. But I was working with these um like New Orleans black chefs. I could hardly understand a word they said. They just cut they didn't know my name so they just called me bitch. they like, bitch, get back your fries already <laughs> 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 It was but it was guys, and I was like, it's Karina actually. But then it was so funny because um as the customers were coming in, the question I always got asked was, your accent, where is it from? It was like, how did an Irish girl find herself in a Cajun Creole restaurant? But I'm, I used to get tipped, one couple met, left me like a 50 pound note because they were after being in England and they were like, here, you'll know what this is to do with all those guys because I sold it to the chef for about $300. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, is that the queen? How did like, yes, you work there for? Worked there for nine months the whole time wow. I did. Yeah, it was fantastic. So you
0: saw the side of the kitchen front of house, you know, yeah. like it's- Well,
1: what I said was because I, I, I tried to sound professional when I landed, I said, how would you feel if I worked in the kitchen for a while just to become more, you know, familiar with your cooking? And the chef thought this was the best idea. Because he never had any wait staff say they wanted to do that. So I worked basically to call in the wait staff when stuff was ready and it was amazing. It's it's hot in there, and it's, yeah, the is, pressure's on, is, and they work is. so hard, and and they're all are so artistic. You know, even the pastry chef. And I used to, I never took my eyes off any of them. It blew my mind. It was an but incredible you know experience. There's a
0: great buzz to it. Yeah. When you meet happy customers, particularly here that have travelled two, three, four hours. I had lo- lots of people last night. Well, not lots, but maybe eight different couples from Cork, which is incredible. And that's over five hours. <sighs> other well, huge foodies so for me it's important for me to go back and tell the team in the kitchen they loved this they were very happy yes. feedback is really important yeah. that's how we flourish that's how we get great job satisfaction and I suppose as I've said a few times that it really is all about about your team as you said from the pastry chef like we have two full time pastry chefs we'd have two in meat we'd have one in fish four in garnish um, we'd have we'd um, have a couple on and prep and all that so we do really have a very good team it, each section runs their own i
1: think with cooking it's a little bit more than work it's a part of your soul so it's, it's hard passion. not to, it's right. your passion it's, it's your love and yeah it will be hard not to take it personally so i think it matters yeah. a huge amount you know and, and
0: and you got to feel part the success and i think that's what we try and you know our staff are like family to us and we treat them well once they're happy at their work and we can all have good days and bad days but 99 percent of people that come through here are lovely people and we've created dreams and they've months ahead and you know when they come up to us there's huge anticipation so it kind of creates it's not a pressure but just we need to be consistent consistency is what we all strive for i think in life whether it's the work balance or whatever like that my chefs work four days and they're two and a half days off. Mm. And that's what we do. We work mm-hmm. really hard on their hours. Black Line's not the most exciting place, but it's a beautiful place. Like my head chef is here 14 years. Carmel, she's brilliant. One of my students, my head, my restaurant manager, she's here 16 years. One woman in the cookery school, 47 years, wow. she's brilliant.
1: And where are they from? We can't get rid
0: of her, but we love her. <laughs> and then two ladies in the restaurant um, are here over 22 years, so they're all local.
1: Oh fantastic. Yeah.
0: Uh, my head chef is from Fermanagh, so that's kind of local, it's about 20 minutes from here, so yeah, we were very proud I would that.
1: imagine though you've been a huge inspiration in the area, and I, kn- I was thinking if I lived close here, I'd volunteer to work oh, here. They for- must be so proud to for- work here. Well,
0: first of all, I'm proud of where I come from, and we have a lot of very good young uh, local people who mm-hmm. work um, part-time because they're at college mm-hmm. or they're at school. I think this industry is fantastic for any young person, even if they don't want, like when you think, like you worked in a kitchen, you know a little bit about what goes in behind the scenes. Yeah. It's the life skills, it's dealing with customers, dealing with people. There's something very special about that. Mm-hmm. So there is, mm-hmm. you know, and thankfully we get lovely clientele here, mm-hmm. you know, and we've created, and they're here maybe for an occasion, birthday's anniversaries that kind of thing it's a big celebration so I usually give them a wee book and a wee drink and I kind of do spoil them but that's important that's what I am
1: yeah and I think that's why people love coming I know that's why I was so excited to come today and I can't wait to return it is an experience it's 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 self-care I was thinking that on the way up it's it's self-care it's looking after yourself it's such a lovely feel good well
0: Um, you're very kind Karina. what we want to do is give the very best of Irish hospitality Mm -hmm. so it's the welcome when you come in through the Mm -hmm. door the staff are very genuine they're good 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 kind people Mm -hmm. we want to look after our customers give them a great food experience like why would anyone drive from Dublin for example two and a half hours roughly from here and if they could get much better food or do you know it's the whole experience Mm -hmm. the food is only one piece of the jigsaw we want it to be as good as we can and a wonderful experience and You know, when you think of the service, the decor, my wife does all the interiors, Melda, she's wonderful. We put a lot of work and effort into every single detail. When our customers come to stay, there's music on in the room. There's freshly baked biscottis, madelines, There's cookies that are made fresh every day for them. So and they get a really good breakfast when they leave, and that's the last meal. We put as much work into our breakfast as we do our dinner, and we were lucky to win Best Breakfast in Ireland last year, which has been fantastic uh, for the team. It's all about the team. So what we did, Karina, we went taste a menu about four years ago, okay. fish and meat, and then vegetarian, mm-hmm. and people can mix and match best thing we ever did really? so it's eight courses okay seems like a lot but it's small courses mm-hmm. you're full you won't be going to the chippy next door I guarantee yeah. but it's um it's a great food experience I like the way you said that and for people to come to us that enjoy it and if there's any dietaries we can cater for anyone yeah. you know if they're celiacs or gluten-free or whatever like that everyone gets the same experience that's yeah. really important
1: well you know people never forget how you make them feel oh, that's and it I think that's, that's the it. experience that's here.
0: exactly and we get so many repeat customers mm-hmm. you know we're very very lucky there's an awful lot. Like this week was a special week because we were celebrating 30 years, but the amount of really ma- lovely messages I got on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah,
1: and as I was, I was arriving, there was flowers arriving for I you. Was being very emotional, it. And, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge. I think of my mom and
0: dad, and I think how mm-hmm. they struggled, and you know, my mother passed away five years ago with lung cancer, and she was a great influence on my career. And my dad was killed in a road accident 20 years ago, you know, and our restaurant was struggling, and somebody fell asleep and ran into going into Sligo, so life can have good times and bad times and it's a roller coaster and i always share this with even my staff and my and any young people like for me as a chef You know, it's not all you seem happy, but you do have a certain amount. Like I lost my mother-in-law there eight weeks ago. She was like a mother to me. And, you know, she worked in the restaurant. She minded the twins, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're heartbroken. But that's part of life. We have to deal with grief, Mm -hmm. you know. And I suppose when I meet a lot of people, we had a 90-year-old woman here last Saturday night. And what she said to me, it's the best meal of her life. And I told all the staff that, and that's the nicest oh, thing anyone anyway, give, give us.
1: goosebumps. Yeah. Isn't is well, incredible? Not I
0: just, I give her a book, I give her an apron, I even give her a wee drink. There was four of them there, and I just thought, wow, you're special. Yeah. Thank you for that. When someone yeah. gives you that compliment... Yeah.
1: Good yeah mom. i know she came
0: down from dublin you know wow. 90 years of age my god let it. she had, had a lot of meals been the best one of her life absolutely some compliment. huge compliment now, maybe she was drunk when she said no, it but I, I don't, don't think know. so but i thought it was a beautiful thing and just well i, I said i told the team you know this is the people we make dreams come true and yeah. we just keep doing what we're yeah. doing you know and people and ask know, us do you want to a the star sorry if oh, i interrupted no, you there And Michelin, I have no interest in that. That's the only star you need is a
1: compliment like that. Well, that's
0: it. You know, I have Michelin tires in my car. I'm happy with that. And (laughs) I'm not being any way disrespectful to Michelin because I admire them and respect them as a guide. But it's like a double-edged sword where I think Michelin makes a really, really important because in cities. Mm -hmm. So I think there should be a lot more Michelin Mm -hmm. stars in Ireland. And it's my opinion, just my opinion as a Mm -hmm. chef, because I think the cook and and chefs and restaurateurs are doing some fantastic work. But for us, it's like a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. It would intimidate people. Yeah, who are my customers. Of course, and it's something yes. that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't be comfortable with, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah.
1: Actually, one other question I want to ask you is: Had you ever considered opening in at a restaurant or a restaurant outside a Black Line or
0: Green? I've had so many offers. Yeah, I'll give you one imagine. example. So about maybe, could be twenty years ago, Chelsea Football Club came and looked for me to open up an Irish restaurant in London. First of all, I support Man United, so oh. I ain't going to Chelsea. <laughs> uh, I love Man United, always have. And no, I would no interest. And I've turned down a lot of offers, and very respectfully, by the way, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be in any way rude or that. I'm just happy. I actually got someone offering me a restaurant in Dublin uh, two weeks ago, and he said, I have it all sorted for you. He said, you just have to put your name over the door. And I said, no, thank you. I'm happy. I'm content. Yeah. I have my school. I have my uh, television work. I have my restaurant. Yeah. I have my cookbooks. I have my work with done stores. Yeah. I said, I'm very happy and content. Yeah. This man has nine restaurants. Yeah. And I, I said, listen, I you're a friend and yeah. I, I have no interest. Thank yeah. you, but thank you for thinking of me. But no, I'm very happy. There comes a time, I'm 45 now. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy my time with my family, enjoy being here and just keep giving the customers a nice experience, You know, and keep bettering ourselves. You know, I think I think for me, just to enjoy what you do, I think that's the key. I have a huge variety. Like next week, I'm away in Cork. I'm away in Clare. I'm recording a new seafood show. Yesterday, I was in RTE. I was doing a cookery demo for um, a group of forty children in um, in Crumlin. You know, I'm here in the cookery school. Like, I know what I'm doing every day from now to Christmas.
1: Right. Yeah. I, my diary is planned mm-hmm. for six months. Mm-hmm
0: like andrea would have planned this with yourself mm-hmm. to come today and thank you for making the journey oh. to come so i know and i have to be disciplined like that yeah. andrea is my guardian angel right. yeah she plans everything for me yeah she yeah. says yes she says no but she'll make it happen she's wonderful she's with us 10 years and i couldn't be i wouldn't be where i am only for her yeah she's wonderful so when you have good staff like that yeah who know your who know yeah. how you work and who respect your time off but respect you as yeah. a person that's the yeah. key she's wonderful when I you know, interrupted you. I'm sorry, Noquen. Mm, um, to...
1: Well, what I, I was going to say to you—that's work-life balance and yeah. happiness—is something that a lot of people, I think, who are strive for. And they think maybe opening more restaurants that, but that's not always where happiness lies. You know.
0: Do you know, you put yourself under more pressure. And Huge also, pressure. what I would do—I would dilute what we have here. Yeah. If I opened up in Dublin, why would people try? You know. Yeah. People you're aren't stupid. Yeah. yeah. You're right. People yeah. aren't stupid. Yeah. You know. And. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very yeah. happy here. And I think
1: this way we all get snippets of you because it means you can go to Cork for these <laughs> celebrations or go yeah. to cabin or join yeah. you know, the there's right. a cookery school too where, you know, if you're under, we can all, you're easier share. It's there's only saying. one of me.
0: <laughs> and it's as simple as that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I, I try to do everything, but I can't do everything. And, yeah. you know, I'm lucky that if I'm not here, like next week, I won't be here Monday to Friday because mm-hmm. Carmel, my head chef, she'll run the kitchen as good as if, if I'm here. Yeah. So I've, Invested in her, but I trust her with my life. She's a wonderful lady She was one of my students and she's an absolute diamond. She's she's just a great lady and a very respectful Talented young lady, so I'm very lucky to have her
1: and she is so lucky to have you Oh, And um, Nevin, thank you so much. I'm going to finish it up now because I know I know you're busy You're going straight back into the cookery School And I hope to have a little luck <laughs> But thank you so much for your time and not just for your time today for everything that you've done throughout your career wow. and and um, the experience you've created but also the influence you've had like I said this has been a huge cooking is a huge thing for me and every Christmas I do your um where I soak my turkey in the buttermilk, buttermilk yes on, yeah. and I, I'm mostly drunk I was telling Amelda because I usually go straight from work to the pub and then the first thing I do and my family all think it's hilarious and, and then it, I'll tweet you and then you'll tweet me back and tell me I'm marvellous and my Christmas is made <laughs> but uh, yeah I do buttermilk soak I every Christmas I am so
0: touched <laughs> you yeah. you adult wow I really have a big grin yeah, yeah. I know your listeners can't oh, see, but Karina, you. thank you for coming thank down you. here, and good luck with your podcast. And you. you're a lady, and it's lovely to meet you. And I'm glad, um, I'm glad you made the trip down, and oh, hopefully you'll come back. I'm gonna get you your wee cookbooks for your little nephew that I promised, and uh, yeah, I'll bring you to the cookery school now.
1: Oh, excellent! Thank you, thank <laughs> you, you so much, you. Thank you.
0: That was Skin Deep with Karina Tolan. Subscribe, like,
1: and share.